day five. I managed to go outside this evening to have dinner on the front porch. This might not sound much, but it was my first venture in the open air since getting back on Friday. The neighbours from across the street came over to see how I was doing, and it was great to eat outside. Managing the couple of steps added to the stress of the experience, which turned out to be more demanding than anticipated. Today, I'm thankful for being able to breathe fresh air, to feel the sun setting on my face, and for friendly neighbours. Psalm 5 once again starts with a request to be heard. This is a lament, a passionate expression of loss, grief and sorrow. It is easier to listen to songs of celebration, laughter and love, but often pain is our portion and lament our only lullaby. In this psalm we hear, through the pain, a cry for help. Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my lament. Hear my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. For you are not a God who is pleased with wickedness. Evil people are not welcome. The arrogant cannot stand in your presence. You hate all who do wrong. You destroy those who tell lies. The bloodthirsty and deceitful you, Lord, detest. But I, by your great love, can come into your house. In reverence I bow down toward your holy temple. Lead me, Lord, in your righteousness. Because of my enemies, make your way straight before me. Not a word from their mouth can be trusted. Their heart is filled with malice. Their throat is an open grave. With their tongues they tell lies. Declare them guilty, O God. Let their intrigues be their downfall. Banish them for their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may rejoice in you. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favour, as with a shield. It did make me smile that this is described as a song for pipes. The lament of the pipes has provided the soundtrack to many sombre moments in Scottish history. But the lament of David does not lead to Moreau's introspection or sorrows drowned in whisky. The sense of loss and sadness is brought to God. And once more there is a reminder of the character of God. God is addressed as God and King, but both these are personalised to my God and my King. These are not the abstract qualities of a distant God but are expressions of worship and loyalty to one who is near. Taking his request to God is David's first thought of the day. In the morning you hear my voice, and again, repeating the time of day for effect, in the morning I lay my requests before you. Having asked God to listen and been confident that God hears his voice, 
David presents his requests and waits expectantly. These are expectant prayers, looking and waiting for God's intervention. Sometimes we pray and are surprised when God answers. This is not an empty ritual for David. It is an expectation born of experience and prayer birthed in an appreciation of the holiness of God. God is not pleased with wickedness. He does not welcome evil. He hates those who do wrong and destroys those who tell lies. God detests the bloodthirsty and the deceitful. There are many people who can make requests or demands of God, but if their behaviour and character are dead set against them, they are unlikely to receive a favourable hearing. In contrast, David testifies that he comes by God's great love. It is God who draws him in and gives him access. He comes with respect and reverence. In the light of this great contrast, David asks for mercy, that God would lead him in righteousness and make his way straight. This is not an expression of superiority or a statement of self-righteousness. It is a clear recognition that to move forward, to get through in this spiritual battle, can only happen with God's guidance and God's help. In conflict, it's easy to allow our behaviour to replicate that of our enemies, to return hate with hate, arrogance with arrogance, self-righteousness with self-righteousness, lies with lies and violence with violence. David understands that being on the Lord's side means doing things in the Lord's way. Many through history have claimed that God is on their side. Far fewer have been committed to being on God's side. The last portion of the psalm speaks more about the difference between doing things God's way and doing things contrary to God's way. God's enemies are David's enemies because they are aligned against God. Their mouths are filled with lies and their hearts with malice. Sadly, I have seen firsthand falsehood and malice in Christian leaders. I need God's help to stand against that in myself. Intrigue, plans, strategies and alliances will lead to downfall. Rebellion and sin will lead to judgment and banishment. But in contrast, there is a glorious ending a prayer that this will not be the fate of all, but that others will take refuge in God and will sing for joy, that they will know God's protection, blessing and favour. These are not things David wants to hoard for himself. He wants the experience to multiply that more will love the Lord and come under his shield and rejoice. Where do I start my day? Mindful of the battle and well aware of the opposition and the challenges the day will bring? Do I meet these with my own plans and intrigue, with lies and wicked thoughts, or with lament that things are not how they should be, and prayer offered in reverence and hope, 
and the desire that the joy, blessing and shielding of the Lord would abound. As the message ends the psalm, but you'll welcome us with open arms when we run for cover to you. Let the party last all night. Stand guard over our celebration. You are famous, God, for welcoming God-seekers, for decking us out in delight. <laughs>